Hello, my name is Chris Mikowski, and I'm the new communications manager for the town of Kiwa Island. Along with Mayor Labriola, I would like to welcome you to our first Sharing with the Community, a podcast from the town of Kiwa Island. We intend to provide these podcasts to share the town's perspectives on issues we as a community feel are essential. Mayor Labriola, good morning, and thank you for joining me today. Good morning, Chris. Thank you. Um, thank you for bringing this forward. We, uh, we are pleased to have you on board with this, and we are certainly pleased that you have the, um, you're an innovator to, to, to bring forward some new technology for, uh, for all of us. Chris, the reason why I think this is such a good idea is that um, we as an organization, most organizations today, are confronted with these issues of communication. There are so many opportunities for people to communicate, and um, I think the challenge is really to provide meaningful communication. As a, as a community, certainly the biggest mm, challenge that we have in front of us, um, concern that we have to deal with, all falls under the, the broad heading of, of development. What these subjects, what we won't be talking about is a, is a seminar on development, the pros and cons about development or mm-hmm. the merits of development. That isn't the point. The point is, is that we have a lot of development here on Kiowa. The community at large, you know, residents, visitors have really found out about how beautiful our island is and wish to move here, both in terms of build, buying and building homes, renovating existing homes from a residential perspective and commercial development, new commercial development and really the changing of existing commercial development as we're seeing, as we see um, at Night Heron Park and some of the other areas. Mm-hmm. So I think as the community is being confronted with the changes that are taking place, they have, and rightfully so, concerns. They have questions. We have a very engaged community. They are interested not only in what is happening, they are interested in why it is happening. And I think as municipal officers, we have an obligation to, to provide that explanation. And um, so I'm looking forward to this as another opportunity to follow up from council meetings and the sharing of information of council meetings, e-blasts, mayor's notes, etc. This is just one additional, um, one additional, you know, quiver, arrow in, our, uh, arrow in our quiver that can explain to people what's taking place here on the island. Yes, thank you, Mary. You're right. I mean, uh, the podcast is a really exciting moment for the town's communications because it's just going to provide another avenue for the community to uh, listen and understand what the town is doing. Now, um, Mayor, I know you talked about you know some critical issues. Are there any issues that are, like currently have your attention? Yeah, there are two. And I think that's what I'd like to talk a little bit about. At our last council meeting, um, the issue of the Cape was brought up. And um, let me back a little bit, give you a little bit of background. The Cape um, is really a result of changes that were taking place, that took place in the development agreement in 2019. But it is part of Parcel 13. Parcel 13 has a long history here in the island. and. We'll use that as another form to provide the background to Parcel 13. But be that as it may, it came forward in 2019 to the council 
and it was approved and changes were made to the development agreement that has evolved into this particular project. It was approved in 2019, um, site plan was approved, construction, the site was prepared, um, and it's coming out of the ground as we speak today. Um, all that was beginning in 2020. There is concern that was expressed by community members on, on two particular elements. One dealt with the amount of site prep. The phrase is clear cutting. Um, was it too much, more than was approved, mm -hmm. etc. The other was in terms of some violation that may have taken place uh, relative to tree removal. When we heard about this, this would have been, I'm not sure about the exact specific date, but a month ago or so, we invited um, the ARB to attend our council meeting in, in April. And they did. And they came very well prepared, um, gave a very um, detailed slide presentation. And they talked about a number of issues in their slide presentation. They provided background in terms of what goes into um, site plan approval. They talked about their role and responsibilities. They talked about the efforts that they make to monitor, um, et cetera. And I would encourage anybody that has that is curious about that, that is available online. A digression, the ARB and the town work hand in hand in terms of development but the ARB is independent of the town. The ARB is not a subset of the town. It is not a department of the town. The ARB is um, owned and controlled by the developer. And that goes back to the master development agreement. But again, that's a, another a subject, could be for another discussion. So in the course of their presentation, um, there were questions relative to what took place within the whole notion of site plan approval, mm -hmm. um, how that all occurred, um, the site that was cleared, the appropriateness of the site that was cleared. Um, and the ARB also mentioned a component of the site plan approval that had to do with inventorying 50 trees. Mm -hmm. And that was on a specific section of the plan. They were removed. They were removed by the contractor. They were removed by the contractor um, independent of the ARB. The contractor felt as though that this was something that was uh, appropriate because of the heat of the summer season and the lack of watering. The ARB found out about this. They made arrangements with the owner. The, the mitigation arrangements were made in terms of replacing those 50 trees by another number, 65 trees or something. But the point is, is that in the course of their presentation, there were many, many, many questions. Mm -hmm. and, um, and the audience, although well attended, clearly just represented the audience that was there at that particular moment in time. So we felt that we needed to create an additional forum where questions could be asked and the ARB and the town are committed to providing answers to those questions. And um, I'm gonna turn it back over to you, Chris, and maybe you can explain 
the substance of the e-blast that just went out earlier this week in terms yeah. of the process that uh, residents can take who may have questions on the K project specifically or the ARB's rules and responsibilities generally or the town. And, um, and hopefully this too will be something that will be added to our uh, tool set that we will be able to utilize to get um, meaningful feedback from the or feedback from the community and we will be able to provide meaningful responses to their questions. Yes, exactly. Thank you, Mayor. Uh-huh. You know, we did send out a e-blast earlier in the week asking the community to submit questions on um, the issues at hand and you know, whether they had questions can just, you know, we want that time to answer those questions. And so we we made that e-blast and we asked the community to submit as many questions as possible. Um, they could submit one, they could submit 10. It, it's up to the community um, what they find um, that they want to ask the, the town and the ARB. Now, we are giving the community about two weeks to submit those questions. Once those submit, uh, questions are submitted, then we're going to go ahead and build responses. And then after two weeks of building responses, we're going to publish those responses to the public. And um, we're excited that this is an opportunity for the community to have their answers and their questions heard uh, from us and the ARB. I know um, you wanted to speak on the development agreement, uh, correct? Yes. Um, So could you kind of tell me more about that and why it's just so important? Well, we talked about the CAPE, and that's a specific project, and that has to do with a specific piece of development. However, the, the relationship between the town and the two developers um, is of critical importance and has a long history. And I would, um, I would ask if anybody is interested to go back to a document that was prepared um, back in 2019 it really outlines the relationship between the town and its founding and the, and the developers. I think it provides a very interesting history. But again, um, that's up to, it's another subject. But in the development agreement that we have with um, the Aquila Partners, um, it outlines with a great degree of specificity mm-hmm. what can be built how it can be built when it can you know not when it can be built but um the the the, the parameters of the construction etc a few months ago um the developer came forward to the community about a project on upper beach walker and uh, community had a lot of input and thoughts and, and perspectives relative to, to that particular project. It has to do with five parcels um, just between um, the gas station and um, uh, uh, Kiowa Island Community Association building. But in the course of that, so I'm not speaking to the project itself, but in the course of the, di- di- the discussions, the issue of entitlements, and entitlements is a important critical number within the, the, the outlines the amount of construction, the amount of dwelling units that be, can be constructed between um, on a particular project. And the question came up about that number and specifically the inclusion or exclusion of Cacique. Mm-hmm. And 
the Cacique project goes back a long ways in terms of that nature of construction. Historically, precedentially, the town and the developer had excluded the number of uh, dwelling units, the number of entitlements you could seek from the total number. Quite frankly, it goes back a long ways. We always assumed that they were out. The reason being because it was outside of the town limits. Um, that triggered a review from our legal counsel. And, you know, the town has changed legal counsels over the years. And our counsel, Joe Wilson, um, many of you may have seen on our, on our uh, town meetings, looked at the development agreement and came to the conclusion, provided the opinion that Cacique should be included as part of the overall number of entitlements between that the, that the developer has approval to construct over, over a period of time. We then asked to have counsel for the partners take a look at the development agreement, and they did. And that took some time for that review. They came back to us and said that they too agreed that the numbers for Cacique should be included within the, um, the number, the absolute number for uh, entitlements. So that is concluded now. We now know that it will be included now and forever in terms of the balance of the balance of time for the development agreement. And that will be a real benefit to this council and future councils. So once that conclusion was done, we felt it was important to actually do an audit of the projects. And people may find, residents may find this of interest in terms of the, this development agreement that at this, per, at this juncture goes from last 17 years, from 2005 to current, there's probably over 30 some projects that have taken place. And um, they, some of the projects had a beginning prior to 2005, they're after 2005, but to do the, complete that audit, our staff, the town staff, the county staff, and the developer staff have been working on those numbers. And we're getting closer to um, a reconciliation on that final audit. And we think that we will be able to have those numbers because I know a lot of people are very interested in that and make that available next week. So independent of the project itself, it really highlighted an area of concern relative to the development agreement and I think we've been able to, um, we've come to, we will be able to come to closure relative to that particular point, you know, within the next uh, week or so. So that, that's what I was referring to, Chris, in terms of the development agreement. Okay, great. Thank you so much, Mayor. And I know um, we sent out that infographic, uh, explaining the current and future entitlements and specific projects. We're also working on updating that infographic as well to send out to the community. So um, the community can look forward to uh, seeing that as well. But, you know, Mayor, thank you so much for joining me today. And we're looking forward to our next session. We would encourage the community to share their thoughts on this podcast and any issues of concern that they may have for the mayor and the staff to respond. Thank you so much, Mayor, for joining me today. Thank you, Chris.